Yo, what's happening? It's Greg Santos. Welcome to episode 337 of CEO Life. You are the CEO of your life, whether you want to be or not. With each passing day, I'm getting stronger and stronger mentally. I'm getting back to that laser targeted focus and really following my instincts and my intuition. If you go back and listen to my episodes that I did maybe two or three weeks ago, you would hear me talking about how I'm looking to get back on track, how I have to get back to following through with my bedtime. And here I am, I'm feeling like I'm back to who I was. I still have some more to go. I still feel it. I'm maybe 80% there in terms of knowing who I can, how I can really be with myself and the comfortability with myself and being 100% at ease and comfortable with myself. But nonetheless, I feel a few weeks ago, uh, probably 20 to 30% where I was looking for other people to tell me what I should do, or I was just drifting and really confused on, on where to go and, and what to and like, just looking for outside validation and certainty from others. But now I feel like I'm getting that back for myself where I'm not so concerned with the opinions of other people so much. I still have that with, you know, the people that are in my close social circle. But more so, I find myself inching just little by little, day by day towards valuing my own opinion of myself more so than everybody else's. So I'm about 80% there. I'm still getting there. So you probably hear in, in about two or three weeks, you'll probably hear, maybe, maybe not. I don't know. I can't predict the future. It may not be true. I, I could very well slip back to where I was. It's really un- unpredictable. But with where I'm going and the momentum that I'm creating, it feels like I'm heading towards a direction where my own opinion and how I hold myself and carry myself and how I express myself matters to me the most. And by living through your own values and your own principles, that just naturally repels people away from you. You don't have to be, I always felt that I had to be extra over the top, just blatantly obnoxious with it. But you don't really have to be. You can really be firm with who you are without being loud about it. And that within itself is polarizing, bringing the right people into your life or not. So I'm feeling I'm feeling fantastic. So right now I'm doing a lot of introspection as well. And part of the introspection is I'm currently going through this exercise for creating a amazing offer. And I'm going through this exercise that the business, a tiny little business had created by Sean and Andre. I don't know what their last names are. But here it's a fantastic, fantastic program. Like Perry Belcher and Ryan Dice really credit a lot of their success in terms of emails to Andre and Frank Kern also invested in in their program. And I've had other people who are like, yeah, I've been I've been using Andre stuff for years. And these are like really successful people that I admire and are doing well in business. I'm like, okay, well, the proof is in the pudding. These people have been doing this for many years. They built a really strong and loyal fan base and I really like the way they do business. They give value. They care about their customer base. And I can really resonate with 
just the way they do business. So I had a buddy share with me this course that they run and it's about how to create amazing offers. Well, uh, an amazing offer is a combination of three things. It's number one, your interests and what you enjoy. Who is it that you can serve? Who is a specific person that you can solve a problem for? And being very specific with that. And the third one is how can you position yourself and position that offer to where it's very appealing to that specific audience? Now, in order for me to get crystal clear on what my interests are, well, that's literally what I'm doing. I'm right. I wrote down a huge list of my interests, a huge list of my hobbies, a huge list of the skills that I've learned, a list of things that my calendar and my credit card would say about me and what I value and what I do in my free time. And I mentioned this on a podcast recently where I have a list of about 70 to 80 things on there. And I have to go through each item and say why, 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 why. Well, I'm going down the list today and I am currently on hobbies that I pursue. And one of them is basketball. And as I'm going down the trail of whys for basketball, I am immediately flooded with old memories of how amazing life was when I played basketball with my homies and how basketball meant so much to me for so many years and just all of the good memories I have around basketball. And I feel that basketball saved my life. In middle school, four out of my five middle school friends that I hung out with dropped out of high school. And it was because I joined the basketball team is the reason why I stopped hanging out with those old friends. I got a new social circle, completely new social circle because I joined the basketball team. As a matter of fact, I want to join I want to be on the basketball team so bad that I'll never forget the entire summer from 8th grade going to ninth grade all I did was play basketball. I would set an alarm to wake up like at 7 o'clock in the morning during the summer to wake up early. In those days that was early for me. And that's early for someone that's in 8th grade to get up for during the summertime. I would get up and I'd go down to the park and I just practice. I would I would run, I would I would do drills, I would practice, and I just played basketball all of the time. And I went from park, I went, to, I visit, I frequented two parks that that year, and I just go from park to park, and I'd be out all day playing basketball all the time. And I made the basketball team in ninth grade, and just completely put me around a, a different demographic of people. And I was hanging out with Asians. And Asians, these people had like two parent households and their parents, you know, really were like really there and attentive and like, did, like put like time limits on like how much video game time they had and were serious about grades. And it was, it was very interesting. It was different. And I thought, okay, I'm writing down the why's like, why is it that I love basketball so much? And I, I just think, man, like some of my, my most cherished memories of my life come from basketball. And I think about 
the wins that meant the most. And not only the wins, but just the random little journeys, just the random little adventures, like having a basketball game. And then we all pile in my my best friend's car and we drive to some place and have some ramen and we would have jokes and laughs and hanging out and and even before the game, like, you know, joking and laughing and going having this experience together with people that you really love and being on the same team together and working through problems and 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 winning together and losing together. It was fucking amazing. And I just got really emotional as I'm writing. And I thought about my best friend, not not th- so when I was in like uh ninth and tenth grade and eleventh grade, and I'd even say twelfth grade. I think all of high school I had the same best friend. And he was two years older than me, and his name is Justin. And uh Justin is he was the captain of the basketball team. He is a leader. He was the leader of the group and uh, very charismatic, really funny, super awesome guy. Love the guy to death. And I just thought about all the memories I had with Justin and like the times we would go to LA Fitness together and we'd just go play basketball and we'd play for a couple hours and then we'd go eat some food and, and chill out. This episode may, I don't know if this is boring for you or not. I have no idea. I'm just just sharing what's on top of my mind. But like we would just hang out and we'd go like to the mall and randomly just have like a little adventure and just, I don't know, walk around and, and joke. And there was really no mission, no sense of direction, but you know, it was fun. It was a tremendous amount of joy. And we, we were there for each other's ups and downs and talking through specific things and trying to figure out girls. And it's crazy because that was like 10 years ago, which is fucking crazy as fuck to think about. And What's crazy about it is there's there's so many memories in there and I haven't accessed those in so long and it just all flooded in like, oh my God, like all of that happened and it just felt, it feels like I just remembered a past life and I was just so immersed in like, what was life like, you know, with those friends and hanging out with them and then I was there for maybe 30 minutes to an hour just thinking back on that and really being there, just thinking, wow, that amazing thing happened, that fun thing happened. Man, like, remember we did that? And just feeling so grateful and just feeling so much love. Like, man, like they were such a big part of my life and they were they were there for me. They cared for me. And then I fast forwarded till today and I thought, damn, it's crazy to think how different things are and like the people I'm hanging out with now and who are my who are my best friends now and who do I spend my time with now it's completely different really made me reflect and what I decided to do I texted Justin you know I told him how much I appreciated him how much I love him and I haven't I haven't talked to him and you know probably exchanged maybe 10 texts max in the last three to four years. 
again, there's, there's not, we never we had like a falling out. Like it got weird. It's just kind of, we just kind of na- naturally went different directions. And uh, I just reached out to him, just, you know, let him know I appreciate him. And then there's a couple other people I reached out to. But then um, there was some people that even uh, like people who, you know, part of my journey who I had distanced myself from and just want to reach out to them and just let them know that I love them and I hope they're doing all right. And I hope they're taking steps towards happiness and fulfillment. And then I reached out to my best friend I used to hang out with and smoke weed with. And I've been having a lot of fear around that. And sometimes I will be going on about my day and he'll come to my mind. And I want to text him, but then I feel a tremendous amount of fear to do so. And I just feel afraid to step up and reach out. And I feel guilty. I think I feel guilty because I know that I just know some certain things about him that I don't think he'd be comfortable with me sharing here. But I... really struggle with this one and it took courage for me to send a text message to him and being real with him just saying I feel so guilty for not reaching out I just want you to know that I'm always here for you I love you and I wish we could have gone down this personal development journey together and I'm always here for you, man. I At this point right now, I, I haven't heard back from him because I sent that maybe 20, 30 minutes ago. But um, I reached out to a lot of old people that um, meant a lot to me in my life at certain points in my life. And it's just crazy to think of like how much I've really lived and how much life experience I, I actually have. So anyway, if it really felt good because before I would look at people who had a different mindset than me as the enemy, as as losers, as people that are meant to be cut out and avoided at all costs. And, you know, there, there's some truth to that in terms of distancing yourself and, you know, not everybody's meant to be in your life forever, but I don't like how I went about it in terms of making myself feel superior to them because I worked on myself or because I have this mindset and making it seem like they're wrong and I'm right. And really coming from a place of, you know, they're a human being. I'm a human being. They don't know what the fuck they're doing. I'm I'm clueless too. I'm working through with the best that I have, they're doing the best what they have and what they feel is right. Maybe, maybe not. It's not my responsibility for to for for their life. They're responsible for their life. And no matter what decisions they make, I'm like, you know, I'm always gonna love them. 
and I have nothing against them. And how they live their life is how they live their life. And I don't, ha- I don't have an opinion on that. I, at the end of the day, I just hope that when they get to the end of the road, I just hope that they're happy about it. That's it. I just hope that they really live a life that they can be proud of. And that doesn't just apply to them, but that also applies to the people I meet at the grocery store. That also applies to someone who is an Uber driver that I meet once. Or people who... The point I'm bringing home is... How people live their life and who they are, it it doesn't matter. Like what matters is my opinion of me and am I doing the best that I can with my life and I'm going to make mistakes and I'm going to fuck up and I'm going to have to do difficult things because life's not perfect and some people are not going to probably be receptive to the text that I sent them and... I, I don't have control over that. All, the only thing I have control over is my actions and who I'm becoming. And I don't have any control over how someone else responds or or lives or or is. It doesn't matter. It really doesn't. All I can do is be grateful for the life that I've been, that I've been given and do the best that I possibly can with the cards that have been dealt for me. And just take full responsibility for living a great life. So I'm proud when... I'm on my deathbed. It's really all that matters. And at the same time, can I help other people that are curious and looking for a change? Is there a way that I can help them out along the way? Can I help them in suffering in their own brain and their body? Can I help them be more comfortable with themselves? Can I help them ease that anxiety they feel about themselves or the feeling that they need to prove themselves to be worthy of love or to be worthy of respect or help them realize that they have everything they possibly need already right now and that the the reward isn't the external thing that we get someday. The reward is right here, right now, the experience of living. And if we can figure out a way to change the way we think to where we can enjoy the process the whole way through and the result is fantastic, but we didn't hate the whole journey to get to that result that we thought was going to make us feel good about ourselves. Why can't we feel good about ourselves the entire way to gaining the result? How about we can be more proud of who we are once we get the result? So Always be aware of the actions that you're taking. Are they building you up? Are they building other people up? Are you coming from a place of love with your interactions and what you're doing? And can you show more love, not only for yourself, but show love to other people? Because, you know, I was, I was journaling. This would be a little bit more of a longer episode because I have a little bit extra time today. But I was journaling and I was I was thinking, you know, if, if you take one person in, in a family, if just one person, who's suffering, who is getting older and not doing so well mentally. And when I say mentally, like they are just unhappy. They are not proud of where their life is going or how their life turned out. Like that person affects the entire family around them. And that 
not only has an effect on the family around them, but that carries on to the people that their family interact with. So it's not just that one person that it has an effect on, but the family, the people in the family, but the people that interact with the people in that family are affected by that as well, whether you realize it or not. And the people who those people interact with are affected as well. So it's not just one person, but if you take that on the flip side, one person who is positive and has a positive attitude and is really leading by example and making a positive impact and lifts people up, that, if you bring that around people, well, guess what? That rubs off on the people around you. And that and those people bring that same thought process and attitude into their interactions. And that helps more people that way. The truth is, look, like I've seen a lot of misery. I've seen a lot of suffering. I've seen a lot of pain. I've experienced a lot of pain. And it's not, it's not fun to be around people who are suffering and I don't want anyone to have to go through what I've witnessed and I don't want anyone to live through and live that same life of what I've witnessed it doesn't have to be that way we're capable of so much we're capable of doing and being so much and to be able to have a strong impact and make other people better and help other people grow and to be a really strong, positive force for this world, that's what's important. That's the reward. To be able to help in suffering for other people. To help other people realize their own greatness inside of them and give them confidence that they can do it too. That's the best part when you can have an effect on someone's life and you can uplift them and they and that in turn uplift other people and and it just makes the world a little bit better. I'm not trying to change the world, but I can make a corner of it better. How about that? Can I just make it just a little bit better around around me? Can I emanate more love, more positivity? I just, I want people to be able to live the life that they really want to live. And for me, that's a life of comfort with themselves and being at ease and being, and just feeling like the sense of inner peace within themselves and enjoying the life that they live. And that they're grateful for the life that they live. Because that person would then take that into their family or their friend group. And it just makes things better. It's better to be around positive energy than negative energy. That's That goes without saying. But at this point, I'm rambling. I'm just speaking my mind. You know, I just uh, had some deep thoughts today and just went down memory lane. Wasn't expecting to, but um, it's very it was very interesting. I'm glad I did. Because I'm glad that I sent out those texts. And I feel fantastic about it. And I hope I made some people's days from reaching out to them. So, 
With that being said, hey, I just want to say I appreciate you listening. And I hope that you can take something from this episode. And um, even if you make one person's day a little bit better, if you end suffering for somebody else just a little bit more, or you can help uplift somebody and build someone up and just be aware of that. I hope that fills you up. Go do something nice for somebody or reach out. Let's do that. You'll feel fantastic about it. So anyway, I'm feeling good. Um, Appreciate you listening and I'll talk to you tomorrow. Peace.